gentlemen, this is the Church Guys Podcast. I'm Brett. I'm the firefighter. I'm Quentin. I'm the student. I'm Craig. I'm the pastor. I'm DJ, and I'm the IT guy. And we are the Church Guys. Boy, do we have an episode today. It's going to get good. We're going to be taking a look at the NIL. This is what Texas Longhorns been doing since they've started trying to buy players off. So we're actually getting into that and how college athletes are actually able to get a little bit more than just an education. I think it's pretty good too. But Heisman talk, we're going to be getting that since uh, we're way past midway now. We can start looking and seeing how that's going through. We'll start talking about a little bit of updates and some picks for both college and NFL, but we're going to dive into some scripture. We're going to be talking about some good stories today. about some college football, baby. It's still going on. Maybe not in Caulfield, but it's still going on. Let's have some recaps today. We had some pretty big games. We had Ohio State and Penn State, which I've said Penn State overrated the entire season. They might have some wins, but I'm telling you, they are just so overrated. Ohio State came on top, and it was closer than what it on the score than what it was in the game. Yeah, for sure it was. 44 to 31. That was just because Ohio State just lit up, man. They, they just let them have that at the very end. Because they, they scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. There's no doubt Ohio State's way better than Penn State. I, at this point, I might even say A&M's just as good as Penn State. There's two teams <laughs> separating themselves from everybody else this year. In that division? Or are you talking about totally College football. And one oh, yeah? of those two games. Teams. Georgia and Ohio State. I agree. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Uh, we had pretty big games with uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Tennessee smoked Kentucky, smoked them. And then, uh, man, A and M and Ole Miss. That was a that was a whole lot closer of a game than I really anticipated. Was that we the game that I, that I texted you on? Was like, why don't they run a chain more than what they no, do? That was that's Florida, the one that where they Florida missed game. where they missed him in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Out, hey, Stewart, hey, Stewart, we're gonna throw it to you, dude. Yeah. And then it had pass interference on it. That's right. Yeah, that was Alabama. <laughs> that was Alabama. Was also, that was Alabama. Oh, that was, I'm sorry. That was that was Alabama. Alabama. Ole Miss was where Weigman had his great debut. Yeah, that's right. what it was. Why hasn't he been playing since the beginning? And he had, you know, like right. 350 yards, four touchdowns. Ole Miss is where Kiffin called just, out Jimbo and said, "Hey, you got a Joker costume for me?" <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, uh, Michigan still rolling even over that state. That's a good, uh, you know, rivalry. But Michigan just smoked them. Uh, you have. Coastal Carolina and Marshall on here. Why is this on? I had a point to put them on there. Well, why don't you tell What's me why this is on here? We're all this going is Coastal what? Carolina and what, what is this baseball? Who, no, what, and where have you watched Coastal Carolina play? No, anyway. I have a lot. There's a reason why. No. This is a legit. They're a sleeper only, team. Can, yeah, they're a sleeper. They're on ESPN Plus. Yeah, they haven't like even Oklahoma. woke up yet. They are eight and one and are yet to be ranked. Ocho de Cinco. Okay, There's well, a guess why what? They're not ranked. They don't Cincinnati. Play they got Cincinnati projected in. Neither does Liberty. Liberty played Arkansas, and that's the only reason they're ranked. They've got Cincinnati projected in the CFP. Why? They tried last year and they got smoked. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. But I they're the only reason because I've watched uh, like three or four of their games. And Coastal Carolina's a baseball school, dude. They're they've got a quarterback that that's a lot of fun to watch the play. Well, I mean, the yeah, kid is, the kid is good. Playing, oh, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you're playing but, Northern North Dakota, whatever. <laughs> I don't know the last, the last. Hey, they're doing good, and they lost to one of those teams. Okay? <laughs> so they're doing good. They're seven and one. So they, they lost to another terrible. Uh, they, uh, I guess it was 
Inland Carolina, not Coastal Carolina. That's who they lost to. Mountainous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, TCU still showing that they're the best team in Texas. They rolled up 41 yeah. uh, to 31 over they, West They Virginia. are until you tell them they otherwise. They are yeah. rolling. They are. Yeah, they're they're, they're, uh, they're going to they're gonna do well in the playoffs. They are, they're going to do good. You know a crazy statistic, though, is they're 4-0 and in games that they've trailed. And it's like they've been trailing like 14 points. They're a second-half team. They're a second-half and just they wear yeah. you down. Man, they uh, they're looking good. They're looking sharp. All right, week ten, we had A and M going against Florida. Oh, sorry, week nine, uh, Texas didn't lose, so that's good. No, All right, bye. week ten, you know, yeah, I was just like them week. Cowboys. <laughs> 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 I love them, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and we didn't throw an interception. Uh, uh, was winning twenty four twenty at halftime to uh, to Florida, and then never came back out of the locker room. That was the game I texted you on, and it was forty one twenty four. But uh, uh, Florida uh, won that one. And it was just because they they got they locked up on yep. a chain and they don't have a threat to throw to. I mean, there's there's nothing. Well, that's like his very first carry of the game. I mean, it was a scamper for he 65 smoked. yards. It, it was and doing good. that's when I sent you that text. It was like, why don't they do this more often? And then two or three quarters later, I saw why because everybody tees off on him. They were sending pretty much everybody in the box. Well, that's what Oklahoma oh, State did to right. Texas. They yeah. slow the box and make the quarterback yeah. make a throw. Right. Tennessee and Georgia, that was uh, number one Tennessee, number three Georgia. I don't know why they downplayed Georgia and increased Tennessee over them, but we thought that was going to be close. That was, uh, Georgia showed why, like you said, they're separated from the rest. But here's the thing I told Quentin this before it started Georgia has the best DBs in the nation. And Tennessee, all they have is a passing attack. Yeah. It's going to be a cream. And that's how it ended up being. Oh, absolutely. And I, I was at Georgia. It's hard to go against Georgia. Oh, in the hedges? Georgia, yeah, you can't win in the hedges. So they, they proved why they deserve to still be number one. They rolled Tennessee 27-13. And Who's number two? Ohio State. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I honestly thought after the, the last two games that, that Tennessee played that, you know, they were building up a little momentum that they, sure. would, they would put up a little bit more of a fight in this game. But, dude, that NFL-style defense that Georgia has is just – well, again, like I said, you, it's there's ridiculous. No back. They have no running game. Yeah. Look at who they beat and how they beat them. Heupel's a great coach, but he's all pass. He's Oklahoma, all pass. Yeah. They played complimentary football. Georgia did, though. Stetson yeah. Bennett had a great game, too. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, I'm, I'm not downplaying what played, he did. He's played good all year. I mean, do you I, think this walk-on kid's may, may, about to lead them to maybe two straight national titles? Yeah. Is just Plus, insane. with a name like Stetson, you got to be a good quarterback. Pretty, I mean, he's Love he's it. got only better place to play would be Texas. Smarts. Yeah, right. He's a, he's a great quarterback. <laughs> he, he really is. is. I don't know if he'll make it the next level, but he's a great college football uh, absolutely player right now. It'll be all right. It'll be serviceable. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he'll be better than. Uh, Oh, what's his face from A&M that graduated last year that oh. can't even make the practice squad? I thought you were so. talking about the quarterback at Green Bay. I didn't know. Oh, no, oh, of course. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I went to the nursing home on the ambulance last year to found a recruit. So, LSU, Alabama. Dirk's Bentley, right? What? Yeah. Wait, isn't that a country singer? LSU and Alabama turned out to be a great game at LSU. LSU comes out on top by one after overtime, 32-31, to rocking and rolling that place they had they had like people coming out with tape and stuff trying to protect all the alabama guys because all the lsu so people funny. were going through all their stuff all the equipment wow. oh, yeah. all the lsu fans were going they were just throwing stuff That's and crazy. getting stuff <laughs> it was i mean it's about typical uh what you would think for it to happen i would like to say i i, <laughs> I want to say <laughs> exactly. I, I called that lsu being by the way alabama why is lsu their stadium called death ballot valley it should be the swamp Yep. I know that yeah, would honestly, make sense. The yeah. Gators, I know the Gators yeah. in the swamp. I get that, but I mean yeah, it's yeah. Louisiana. I mean, uh, was well, it 
Was it a night game? And Tigers oh, yeah. run rampant. So you called it too. You said if it was at night, it was that night LSU would night take it. Night game at Death Valley, you got to watch out. It's kind of like a night game at Iowa State, kind of like a night game at Kansas State. You just mm-hmm. never know what's going to happen. It was it's a like, fun game to watch. All the spooks come out, and it's like it's crazy. All the, the oh, yeah. ghouls and ghosts and everything else is crazy. <laughs> Wait, go ahead. I was going to say, it's crazy to see where they – They've come from since the first game because that first game against Florida State, they looked bad. Yeah, they did. Saying, oh, they're they looked really bad. Five coach, and seven. Brian coach. Kelly's terrible. They really and then they bad. just they've come out in the second half of the season and they're swinging haymakers. So. Yeah, and and they're proving why they're a ranked team. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, hey, they're, they're looking good. I, I definitely top ten. Definitely top. Right, six. I would, yeah, for I would sure. Think so they they're coming out rolling and and they're not giving up. They're they're looking good. Quarter, uh, no, quarterbacks growing up too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, fun fact about that game, uh, Alabama and LSU, both of those quarterbacks for Alabama and LSU played against each other in Pomp Warner football, and the guy from LSU always beat him. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's Just carried on little, to the next level. A little guess. more salt to rub in that wound. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's cool. <laughs> then we had the Texas K-State with K-State coming in ranked at number th- 13, Texas 24, and man, oh man, that turned out to be a game. With Texas on top, 34-27. Almost choked ride. another second-and-a-half lead there. I was oh, – I know. We'll look forward to that in just a second Ooh. as TCU opened up. But, yeah, typical Texas, which is opposite of what Texas used to be when I was growing up. They used to start off, like, way slow mm-hmm. and used to wait till the second quarter to actually show up. And now they're showing up early yep. and then going, where are you they at? They scored 31 points in the first half and three in the second half. Crazy. Three points in the I, second half. I'm not going to lie. I was I was really skeptical that Texas was actually going to pull this one out from the start. So, oh, from the start? Yeah, from oh. the very from the very start. Oh. Again, I guess. Because that- if you look at it, they had three games when they played Texas Tech, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State where they were in the lead and then at the very end. Crashed and burned. Crashed and burned <laughs> and then were having to fight for everything. And I fully believe because Kansas State, that last series of the game, was on the move. Had they not got that strip, Kansas State would have gone down, and scored a touchdown, and tied it up, and sent it overtime. I but, think what saved them was that Adrian Martinez played instead of the other kid. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that was a pretty darn good game. Yeah, but, but they they three points in the second half. That's you. You've that's ridiculous. That. You've, you've got, got to be to. able to close out. But one games. of those missing seven because of that fumble by Rojo that got knocked down. That was in the first half. Was the first but half? the second half was Xavier Worthy drop. No, he, he had it, but he got hit so hard, That's and the ball was. came out. The guy put his helmet on the ball. They gave him a band-aid, but, though, I'm sure. But they they, <laughs> they have to – back in the game. He was fine. They have to figure something out to to get some sort of points on the board in the second half because scoring three points in the next two games, the last two games you got, ain't going to cut it, especially I against well, TCU. I was listening to a podcast, and they said uh, against Oklahoma State, they what? gave – you were listening to another podcast, not ours? A long how, podcast. How no, dare you? Coffee with you Phil know. and Jim? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You're <laughs> we'll a traitor. We'll get in a little bit, then when we get our biblical topics. You're fired. But uh, in the Oklahoma State game, they gave Quinn Years too much leash. Like, he threw the ball 49 times, and in this second half, they didn't give him any leash at all. It was all running. And they just ran it yeah. and ran it and ran it. And I understand that. Give your best player the ball. But when you're having nine guys in the box and they're making you throw it, throw the ball. Like, it's okay to break out a throw every now and then. So, well, Sark's got to trust Quinn a little more. But don't don't trust him too much because he's still a freshman, though. Yeah. <laughs> Takes time. He, he's growing, though. He's growing. He's learning. He didn't throw an interception this time. Hey, they, so they came out on top. They came out on top. Win's a win. Win's a win. The Deacons yeah. lost. Wake Forest got beat by NC State. 30-21. Oh, and Baptists. Clemson showed up again. <laughs> not 
Uh, <laughs> number four, Clemson going down to unranked Notre Dame, 35-14. The Baptist got smashed by the Catholics. Oh, does somebody know that yeah. Clemson's a Baptist school like Baylor? What you know that? <laughs> yep. And then Liberty. Oh Ooh, man, Liberty man. in Arkansas. If you didn't watch this game, you missed yeah. out. We didn't. I missed out because I didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Sorry. We were on the way home anyhow. I, I watched said Arkansas was going to win. We and, were uh, we were walking around at Sam's and I had it on my phone, like set up on the cart. People oh, were looking at me kind of weird, and the one guy was like, "Who's playing?" I told him. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got a grandson that goes there. Like the winning, yeah." So he followed me around for like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My wife walks over and she goes, "Who's this guy?" He's, I was like, "We're watching the game." But man, they they came out to play. What was um, the score at the end of the third quarter? Do you know? Twenty-one to five. Twenty-one to five. But man. the funny part about it, and I was I've told you all this last week, is commentators, the broadcast team, the very first thing that they said coming out the gate, Arkansas, they averaged two hundred forty rushing yards a game. The front five has been playing together for 130 games or however many games. Do you know what their rushing total was for the first quarter? Probably way more than it was in the third or fourth because they didn't score anything in the second. Their rushing total for the first quarter, I think it was either negative 15 or negative 20. Every time they handed the ball off, (laughs) Hugh Freeze was sending somebody off the edge. He was sending somebody off the edge nonstop, and they just couldn't get anything going. Until that's, I think it was like the fourth quarter when they finally were like, hey, okay, maybe we should actually start playing a little bit. Liberty looked a lot like Texas, though. Didn't score anything in the second half. Crazy. Yeah. They better but, fix that. If they want to be a ranked team, uh, they got to fix that. But you got Hugh Freeze, who's former SEC coach. So, I, I, mean, I mean, that's fine. He knew what was coming, so he maybe knew how to prepare for back. it. I don't think he is. Oh, I, I don't so. know. I don't think he is. According to the press conference he gave. I don't, I don't, I don't gave. know if I want to go to Auburn. Though. Money talks, bro. Money talks. <laughs> Now they're looking at uh, Lane Kiffin for Auburn. They ain't happening. Oh, that so he freeze that's a downgrade. He freeze not, returns no. to Ole Miss. <laughs> oh, I would love that though. I don't want him to leave. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, he's got a pretty swanky deal. At, yeah, he does. Hugh at, Freeze is pretty hot. Is yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. You know his contract. Right. In his contract, it stipulates if they make a bowl game, he automatically gets a ten million dollar bonus. Yeah, but he'll probably get a ten million dollar sign on if he goes to the SEC team. I don't think he's going anywhere. Oh, that, I don't think the money could. He's going to Auburn. It would be where he's at. So. Yeah. He's going to Auburn. All right, week 11. Week 11. Starting with your boys. Aren't they playing UMass? Week 11? No, they're playing Auburn. UMass is the last game. No. No, that's not. No. I think is it's it? UMass, Auburn, LSU. Did I have that backwards in my head? It's Auburn, yeah. UMass, LSU. You got oh, okay. it backwards in your head. Don't make me start second-guessing stuff. What an Aggie. <laughs> All right. a and going to win. Yeah, if if A and M at Auburn, they're on a six game losing streak. If they have if there's if there's ever a game oh six to games? win, I think yeah. so. Wow, both both Auburn and A and M, they're on that same skid. Wow. That's what I thought. It's and like a, it's going to be the battle of the losers. We still have. I know that we have some players getting healthy, like Wagman's coming back from the flu and stuff. But uh, which, by the way, that's a questionable flu, flu is. Coming back, so be it's careful. Wash your hands, and if you have to spray any boogers, do it in a Kleenex. <laughs> I've, heard, uh, I've heard that that he had an injury. I didn't hear that. That's All what I heard, heard it was it was a flu. Him and like hurt? eight other guys got the flu and they couldn't start. But we're still like it's twenty cold. down with injuries, including losing uh, itis, isn't it? <laughs> no, because uh, Texas is playing too. No, losing itis. <laughs> I've heard that they're no, Texas in this last year. <laughs> yeah, we've been there. But that yeah, was, we A&M's going to beat Auburn. Uh, I'm going to Auburn on this Gosh, one, honestly. Because guess what? Cadillac Williams is back at coach. And 
I don't he almost beat Mississippi State at Mississippi State last week. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And Mississippi State beat A and M, so that's why that's the logic I'm going off of. Either team could win, honestly, it doesn't matter. I mean, but they both could lose. Is it going to overtime? It, that's my question. <laughs> both could lose. What's the score? Ten to fourteen. Would they let that game end in a tie if it hit too many overtimes? Six no. to five. If Wegman plays <laughs> six to five, like a baseball score. <laughs> if Wegman plays, I think That'd A&M wins. <laughs> what you win three to two? And A&M a field goal to safety. Field goals. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's six to five. A&M. If Wegman plays, I say A&M. Wins, or it could be so. two to nothing. It could be throw a shutout, couldn't he? <laughs> uh, well, everything I said, it, it shows that he's a starter. Yeah. I mean, everything I follow. He should have been starting from the get go. So I, I don't should've. know why he wouldn't. I think I'm going to take A&M on this one. This is it's at Auburn, but I'm still going there. This is do or die for the recruiting yeah. efforts. <laughs> Auburn gets a three point home field advantage. So I'm going to Auburn. All right, and then uh, after that, we're well, going. What are you going? What are you going? He said. I said if uh, Wegman plays, A and M. He's throwing stipulations out there. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so I'm the only one going Auburn. Okay, cool. That's cool. I like the diversity. It's it's good to be wrong sometimes, so you can learn. All right, so we got <laughs> I learned a lot. <laughs> TCU going in Texas at night. Going to be no contest. Oklahoma this is going to be like Georgia and Tennessee. TCU's going to come in and smoke house. Texas is putting 50 on TCU. Uh, <laughs> I think you got that reversed, pal. Quinn Ewers is going to throw 300 yards. B. No, John Robinson throw is going to rush all over. And you know Las Vegas has Texas as a 7-point favorite. So uh, they know something. They're always right. They know so something. I, I think yeah, you're onto something. They know something. So we're not gonna lose money. We know that. <laughs> Outside of gonna lose money. They've been wrong so many times that they bet on themselves or against themselves <laughs> to make more money. That's such a corrupt system. Outside of the Bama game, this is gonna be probably the second toughest team for Texas to play. But we know um, Texas, man. They they played big and big games. No, they don't. Who is TCU beating? Who is TCU beating? They've beaten everybody. But who? Yeah, they haven't lost. They're undefeated, so they would be the team, every team they've nobody. played. I just I don't see I don't see Texas beating TCU this week. They have I mean just watching TCU play, Texas has affinity for not getting any offensive production in the second half, and TCU coming on in the second half. I mean, you score three points on TCU in two quarters, you're going to be done. TCU is going to run all over you. And now has TCU done it? They've hurt every quarterback. There, well, there's that, but. Well, if we come out strong in the first half and they don't come out strong in the first half, you may see the same thing as you did in the Kansas State it's a game slugfest. where we just hang on in the second half. So The other thing is, is you got to look at – I mean, it is, it's going to be a fun game to watch because TCU has a running back that's already hit 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a quarterback who is pretty efficient with how he throws. He's almost hit 3,000 yards, and he's only thrown two, inter- two interceptions the entire season. But he's never played a, a defense like ours. I don't know because our that. pass rush is the so first is first in the nation. They our played Oklahoma when they were ranked. They played Kansas. Well, wait, wait, Oklahoma wait, wait, wait. Not Oklahoma real... ranked was preseason love fest because of, it says Oklahoma. Same with Texas. But Same with A&M. Same with A&M. <laughs> it was, was a, exactly six, you know? yeah. So Oklahoma was 18th. Can it's uh, Kansas? They played them when they were number 19. Kansas is a good is a good team. Yeah. Oklahoma State a great team. No, K State a great team. West Virginia. They're not a bad team. And then Texas Tech, who rolled up Texas. <laughs> they smoked them. What was the score so are game? we going off a of logic of who beat the last one? So T- uh, TCU yeah. smoked Texas Tech, so TCU's going to smoke Texas. <laughs> I can't wait to pull some of these sound bites for our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one gave Texas a chance against Kansas State, and we saw how that turned or out. Or Alabama. I, think, I don't think Kansas State came out like, 
They should, man. Like, but they, TCU honest, could not come they, out. They, well, I know, but uh, Kansas State kind of came out flat, especially at home. It seemed like they had no home field well, it advantage. Was, it was seven game. seven early on. They scored right after we scored, and but then our defense again. We have a good pass rush, and we put pressure on the quarterback. We got to make him play quarterback. Most it pressures shows. in the NCAA. We have the most pressures on the quarterback in the NCAA. I mean, that's a I know true that, fact uh, there. Long, <laughs> I know the Longhorns quarterback is uh, under a lot of pressure too because he's so terrible. He'll be fine. <laughs> I just I don't know. I've, I've I've watched TCU play all year long, knowing that eventually they were going to meet up with Texas. Oh, this is the toughest game for sure. Oh, um, yeah, that's what I said. Outside of Alabama, this is going to be a tough contest. But again, if... The thing is, it's at home. Mm-hmm. At night. TCU hasn't played in front of 100,000. Don't 000. think that all them people take it and all day are not <laughs> oh, going to they do it all the time, No, they man. haven't. They, that's a, a, a tried-and-true team. And largest... This isn't like this is like an FBS team. Y'all are, it, I, I, this is a, a tried-and-true Big 12 team, and y'all are acting sure. like this is like... Uh, who is it? Austin P coming up? Oh, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, this no. is a this, massive this is game, just as much for TCU as it is as Texas. Sure it is. They're, and TCU's proving Texas gets everybody and say, I am the best team in Texas. Texas this is a see, huge this, game for them. They're going to come this in is, smoking. This is, my, this is my point on it. TCU has a lot more to gain from winning this game than Texas does because as of right now, they're in a bid to be in the playoffs. 100%. But they have a lot more to lose. But if Texas wins. That's if, what I'm if saying. If Texas wins and finishes out. They got them projected in the Sugar Bowl. I don't think Texas is going to win out, to be honest with Who you. Who are they playing? You got TCU to get through first. Yeah. Kansas. And Baylor. And Baylor. They got Kansas at Kansas. Kansas uh, is not as good as Kansas I, I, State. I know Kansas is not as good as Kansas State, but you can't necessarily pencil a win off and of that. Baylor, Baylor can be whatever. It depends on what team shows up at Baylor. But I'm just saying, in, in, in that aspect, though, TCU is already, what, number six, seven? Four. 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 four oh, yeah, they've nation. moved up since this was going on. So I mean they're number four right now. Yeah. They want to hold that spot and get a shot at the champ at a national title. Out. They have to win out, and that's what I'm saying. They have a lot more to lose, so I think they're going to come out and just. But guess what? Be on it, and they have a lot to prove. Because exactly, because they've always been that third redheaded stepchild behind Texas and A&M. Right, and every, everybody puts Longhorns above everybody, above everybody. No matter what the rank is, no matter what. That's why Texas is crept back in into the top twenty-five again with three losses. And then there's other teams behind them that look so much better, yeah. Uh, like or, who uh, on their on their uh, you know wins and losses and everything. So I, I mean, what well, like who? Why is Tulane in there? Why is Tulane where? Why is oh. Coastal Carolina not if Tulane is? That's what I'm saying. So Tulane, people are, Tulane, are ranking. Tulane beat Kansas State. You know that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, it's so they're too, in there. It's, it's Tulane. But they've only beat one school like that. That was Kansas. That's State. That's what I'm saying. But then you're saying we should put Liberty in there, even though they just only beat one team. I'm not saying Liberty should be in there either because they only beat Arkansas. You said rank Liberty though. Well, yeah, that's just your pride. <laughs> that's just what you want. That's, that's only your, because that's I'm a, you're cheering. You know I'm, I mean? I'm an alumni, so that, that yeah, that's how I feel. They just, should rank Liberty. Notre Dame that. is right after Texas with three so, losses. Yeah, they don't need Dude. to be ranked either. I mean, look at uh, they had a big win against Clemson, but who else? I, I mean, I feel like they should stop ranking the the top twenty five off of merit and actually look at the teams as whole because. You have you gotta have merit in there. Well, I guess merit's the wrong word, but <laughs> that's what it's off of. That's the whole favoritism. Point. So oh, because you got course. you got a bunch of sports writers in there going, oh well, right. well, my friend's grandson goes to that school, so, so that I'm going to throw them. So you in, think, in that case, we will get the Heisman a second. Oh we'll yeah, throw that's, the Heisman. So yeah, you, the Heisman's even worse. Just in terms of rankings, real fast, Kansas State is ranked behind Texas, which is should because yeah, Texas, Texas just beat, just beat Kansas them. State. Texas just beat them. Illinois is behind Texas. There's no way Illinois is beating Texas. I mean, that's a Big Ten. There's only two good teams. Well, you don't know 10. what team's going to show up. 
Yeah. So, People say the same thing about U- Texas U- Tech. UCF, UCF is not better than Texas. Probably could be. Florida State. If you only score three Florida points in three losses, and half. <laughs> not better than Texas. Kentucky, Probably could be. three losses. See, all you're saying is subjective. So. You don't know. But yours is too. But what I'm saying, well, is everything is. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> so it doesn't make it Tex- right or wrong. No, this is what makes sense. <laughs> the only reason they are ranked is because they have more people bought off to put their bid <laughs> in on the top 25. That's what it's, that's how well, you get how your did top A&M 25. How get ranked uh, six? A preseason? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about preseason? They're, because they're they were going off of last year. No, they weren't. Yes, and returners. What do you they think had, that they do? They, they just say, any, mini mighty mo." A and M had five. A and M had five losses last year. Last year they had five losses. Mm-hmm. They did. They had five losses for yes, real. Sir. I didn't realize that. I thought it was only four. I thought they, they had five losses. It's that A and M math. So. But either way, they made it to a ball game. They they had some pretty big wins throughout the season. I they had a lot of good returners, and they said it was they went off of what they had. That's what, I don't understand what your question is. What I'm saying is, whenever you, okay, let's go back. That makes sense. Here you go. Let's go back to this. So when a team loses five, five no. Times, let me ask you a question. So 10. if they lose, let's say uh, Kansas, they are not ranked right now, right? Mm-hmm. So they play against how many? How many losses Kansas have? Do we know? Uh, three, three, three okay. or four. Three or four. All right. So they play number one Georgia and beat them. What should they be? Two. No. Okay, should they be ranked? You're talking about with like with their current standing. If they have three losses, if they, say they have four losses. Four losses. Let's no. say they have four losses. They, they won't even lose. Like maybe they won't know. Eighteen. They don't break so the top twenty-five. So why did 25. Texas get ranked when they lost against the number one team? Because of the same reason that I'm saying they get their votes bought off from guys that put them in. It's just, it's with everything. Well, first of all, that was the second game of the season, so we were one to zero. It's that, different if you have three losses. First of all, it's completely that, different. No, it's, it is. No, yes, sir, it because is. you had other teams that didn't lose, and they were put ahead of them. So it makes no sense. So that's what I'm getting at. There, there is a bias in the ranking system. But also, no there one always plays. will be. 100 percent bias. Does anybody play Alabama the second game of the season? Those is there is there bias in the ranking playing, system? There's always bias. Okay, just they, like that's all I'm biased. saying. That's just all like I'm A&M saying. Is biased. I'm saying that there's bias in this ranking, and Texas is overrun since they bought out the ESPN oh, channel no. for Longhorn Network. And they control a lot <laughs> of money. You're so bitter about that. <laughs> no, it's He's it's, bitter it's that tough coming because back to rule SEC. it's kind of like whenever you try to share something, yeah. and people do not see it. They and they will not see it because their own bias. Yeah, and for if sure. It, if it was like that's what it, it's it, it's frustrating because I know that we uh, we jock around, we talk, and I love that. It makes for good listening to. But at the same time, you have to see that there is bias and admit there is bias. Because Texas has tried to run the whole state. That's why you see Longhorn shirts in every Walmart in yep. Texas. Right? But you don't see football. it. You won't see AM shirts in Lubbock. You won't see AM shirts in, in, in Austin. But why not? But because Texas owns the no, market. Because they won't sell. Yes, they will. Are you no. kidding? They're they not sell everywhere. Sell. They're not going to sell to Lubbock? That, okay. All right. So <laughs> what I'm saying is. logic. It, it's fine. So. Uh, what I'm saying is Texas has owned the market for a while, and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing this narrative, and then people just resist the truth. They can't see truth for statistics in front of their face. So that's all I'm saying. There's a bias in these rankings, and that's why I'm like, you can't just say, There's always oh, well, be a bias, they haven't though. played anybody. Yeah, well, we don't know. Business people are going to sell what sells. They're not going to not sell what sells. Oh, sure. They, you don't think there's a people in Lubbock? 
There's tons of AM people in love. There's tons of AM people. There's college have, station people. So you got to buy 40 and put them at Walmart, and you're going to put them on clearance in seven weeks because nobody's going to buy them. No, back whenever, especially like you think about Johnny Menzel. Oh my his, gosh, his that was a hot sale. sold everywhere. So I don't, I don't understand. Just like whenever Why? Cedric Benson Why? was a, a huge hit, his jersey sold everywhere. It's not because it's a business sense move. It's because they overtake the market and they flood it. But either way, what is business? I'm going to say Kansas is going to come out and beat Texas this next week, and I'm going to love it. I am going to love it. Lone Star Pride has gone out the window because of the biased hypocrisy in this room. Only biased hypocrisy is wearing maroon, man. Absolutely not. I know. I can say that my team's bad when they're bad. I can say my team's bad when they're bad. And I'm not going to say they deserve the playoff or they deserve no, no. I can I can see what's happening and I can admit it. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. Y'all have never admitted that Jimbo is not a good coach. Jimbo is not a good coach. I, I think he's a good coach. I do. I think there he is right coach. there, ladies and gentlemen. Jimbo is. I do a think he's. A, tell me why he's not a good coach because he's had 28 injuries. He had because uh, he's never eight developed people anybody. go out sick and uh, last week. So he's ha- he has a worse record than Kevin Sumlin right now. He's playing a young team too. I don't. Uh, did did Kevin Sumlin ever have 28 people out during the season? You he, just said they were they were ranked six because they had a great team coming back. Yeah, and they've had season injuries. They've had <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Are they young or not? What are you talking about? You just said they had a great team. They were number six because they had a great team coming back. No, but coming in. Go, come, yeah. You just said because now they're coming back. What are they it's doing? an expectation factor. Are they, are factor. they going to come but, back? And so the, the issue is So if, if Alabama wins it, what are they going to be ranked? If they win a national championship, are they not going to be ranked in top they're 25? Not, they're not going to win a national championship. You're not hitting my question. If <laughs> Alabama was to be. win a championship, sure. are they going to come back the next year not ranked at all? No, they'll come back ranked number one. Thank you. Not even number, even if it was a top so four. Then why is it's based ranked? off of the last year. Yeah. So then well, Am I taking crazy pills? Yes, you what are. Is you because A and M went like eight and five, yet they're I, ranked number six. That y'all are a bunch of Fettermans. What is happening? Because what were they ranked before? The, where were they ranked the year before, and they come back? They came back. I, they finished the season. I thought they were in the top twenty-five last year when they. I didn't think that they had five losses. I thought they had four losses, and they were ranked in the top twenty-five. So that's why they were ranked in top twenty-five. They finished great, won their bowl game, came back, and then they had even better. Uh, Which bowl recruiting game? Recruiting class? Bowl game? The Cheese Bowl. <laughs> Either way, it was better than the uh, Texas's toilet bowl. No, they were bad last but, year. No question about that. Nobody ever said they weren't. Yeah, we were terrible. Yeah, you'll but, never not hear me saying that. Yeah, with with reasons, but that's okay. And then we come back. They gave us a head. I told y'all from the very beginning. I don't think we're number sixteen. I was excited about it. I told you from the start we were over over uh, ranked. Yeah, yeah, from the very beginning. But uh, Jimbo I, does more with less, even than Texas always does. So, uh, but let let's let's uh, just talk about this weekend for AM because I'll ha- at least have a victory. Okay, oh, yeah. playing you, man. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think and Kyle Field, hopefully Wagman, he'll come back out and uh, not get hurt. I think you'll have two victories in a <laughs> row with, with Auburn. Oh, I hope with Auburn. I really hope. Before that, though, there's Alabama and Ole Miss, and that's going to be a part Man, of that – do you know Alabama is actually ranked – they're underdogs in that game? Yeah, they're like a 10- to 12-point underdog. Yeah, because it's, it's, at, it's at Ole Miss. Yeah. What time is that? 2.30? Uh, yeah, I think so. 2.30. Uh, yeah, 2.30. I think Alabama takes that one. I don't know. I think, I think Ole Miss has got a, got a shot at them. It's not going to be 12 points. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be, yeah. 
I mean, we all if know Ole how Miss those wins is going to be like seven or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know how those numbers come out. I mean, they or five. They base it off of statistics and stuff like that, and sometimes it doesn't come out in the wash. But yeah, I feel like it's going to be a good game, but I feel like Ole Miss is going to come out on top. Well, didn't Ole Miss get drilled by LSU? That's the exact. That was at LSU. Yeah, though. yeah. So home field advantage plays yeah, a big I mean, part. Back twelve, twelve. I, I, I. It's hard. It's kind of hard to go off though. and root against Saban too. I don't know. Right after he he has a big loss, he's like, seven and two. Yeah. he ain't gonna be seven and three. I, I know. Has he ever been saying. seven I'm, and three? Kind of. I I would be hard pressed to go against him. Yeah. I, I I would I would think that he'd probably be doing two days, if not three days, trying to get ready <laughs> for the rest of this season. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the big thing is Alabama's coming off that loss to LSU. Yeah. So. Jeez. I mean, like I said, it's gonna be a good game, but I'm gonna bow out on picking this one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I'll go with Alabama. Uh, yeah, I'm going like to that. Alabama. You know what I mean? Like. Alabama, I am Ron Burgundy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I just don't know. But I just want Alabama to continue losing, so I'm going to go with Ole Miss. <laughs> I'm I'm loving the Alabama just like spiraling down the, the rankings. I think it's Alabama great. 14, honestly. I think Bryce Young's going to come out for so. revenge after losing to LSU. Uh, Are they going to lose? In, only, I've never seen Alabama lose two in a row, though. But the only First time for everything. Who has so. he got to throw to besides the running backs? Yeah. That is true. That's the problem. No weapons like last year, so. And if they do the same thing that Texas did and you and lock down those receivers, that's true. He ain't got and nowhere to go. Coordinator's Bill Bryan. Yep. Gosh, that's huge. That's, I don't know why Saban hired him. It's terrible. I believe that guy's going to be. Got me. I don't know. That guy's going to be in the unemployment line at the end of the year. I mean, well, he, got, he got let go of Houston because he's terrible. Mm-hmm. But then you got uh, TCU. Here's a great game Baylor coming too. up in Week 12: Alabama and Austin P. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll work out. You got uh, TCU and Baylor. They're going to come off. TCU's going to come out hot after beating Texas. If if they do lose, if Alabama does lose to Ole Miss, you don't want to be Austin P. Oh no, that's oh, true. there's not enough that's money true. in no the world. Question. There's not enough money in the world to want to no play. No question. If yeah. if they do lose to Ole Miss and Austin P shows up, I'll be like, I'm not getting off this bus because I want to go home. I don't want to yeah. die. <laughs> I don't care what the million dollar payday is they get. No, because Saban's going to be – oh, my gosh, he's going to be hostile. I hope hostile. they have enough at the end of the game to play the rest of the season. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the uh, the end of that Friday Night Lights where yeah, the coach is asking, how the, asking the player how it is. They fast, coach. Yeah. They big, coach. They fast. You said they're fast already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, even UMass, that's the, you know, they, they, hopefully they'll get one ESPN there, huh? ESPN Plus. Yep. Uh, yeah, if I they don't, what right? happens? Uh, the same thing the rest of the season. I'm telling you, we are so down, plagued uh, yeah. with injuries, and I don't think I've ever seen that many injuries on a college. We, we team. have it it's twenty plus. It's and it's been going on for weeks. That's uh, been going on since last year because y'all didn't play in the bowl game last year. Remember y'all supposed to play Wake Forest, and they said we can't because we. Don't oh, have is that players. what happened? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was eight and four. Yeah. It was eight and four. Four. Oh losses. man, it was almost like I'm right again. It was yeah. gonna be, it was, <laughs> it was gonna be five losses. It's called a forfeit. My word. Yeah. Oh, forfeit. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Wake Forest. Yeah, come on, Let me have it. I'm not biased. We can't play. Okay. Why didn't they play? They wanted to play. Wake Forest didn't. No, AM didn't want to play. No, that's not true. That is true. That is Jimbo, not true. Jimbo, yes. No, oh my God. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> they wanted to play. They just said that they no, couldn't. they didn't. The <laughs> players wanted to play. Jimbo couldn't. didn't want to play. No, the players wanted to play. 
the players wanted to play because they never played, but Jimbo wouldn't let them play because they said, we're going to lose this game. Uh, I'll yeah. have to fact check you on I don't believe you. That is you. correct, you, you throw so much stuff out there, I, I, don't, I don't believe. <laughs> now, I'm, uh, it was three quarters. I'm at least 82% is false. That is <laughs> I, I A&M never backs down. Well, they did no, that they game. Don't. And, they and we never lose either. We just happen to run Liberty out of time. Virginia Tech ought to be a pretty good game. <laughs> that's if that The last I love it. three or four years I've been watching Liberty, that's always a good game. Because it's a battle for Virginia. Yeah, yeah pretty Virginia, much. Huh? It's, at it's at Lynchburg. Yeah, the last time that Liberty won, it was on a field goal, and they called it the kick heard around the world because it was like a 52-yard field goal. Virginia Tech's going to win. No, they're not. Do. <laughs> well, in that case, UMass is going to win. <laughs> probably. They probably will. About, I'm not uh, doubting it. Oregon and Utah, though. That that's, may decide the Pac-12. Yeah, right that's, that's why that's on the... The notable games because that's going to be a Pac-12 battle. And you know, you picked Oregon coming out hot and heavy, right? Hey, credit to and DJ. they got smoked the yeah. very first game. They did, and I totally <laughs> didn't give them any credit. Uh, yeah. My, have they fought back? So DJ, I give you, I give you some credit. Can, can, hey, hit a hit a noisemaker for you. I like. I'm your huckleberry. I'm your huckleberry. There we go. Love that it. works. All right. <laughs> Texas, Kansas, or yeah. Are they at Kansas that week? It's at yeah. Kansas. At Kansas. Uh, Hook them. I think Texas is at least going to win that one. If Kansas they, by three. TCU and Baylor. TCU is going to. That'd be a good game. Uh, TCU is going to keep on rolling. Baylor's a defensive team. Yeah, they are. Dave and Miranda. it's at home. Yeah, I think TCU is going to keep keep on trucking along and truck we'll right over so. Baylor. So we got the uh, updated on, conference right, rankings for the Big 12. Uh, TCU is one. Texas is second. Tight. Tied for a second. Yeah, they're oh yeah, they're tied for a second. That's true. But Still second though. With Baylor and K State. If it all work itself out. But if they they've lose to the TCU, K-State. they're gonna fall. They're Texas K-State controls their destiny. So at least that's kinda like every other team. You know, yeah, if they don't show up for all four them. games, that destiny ain't going far. <laughs> they do control their own destiny. <laughs> Unlike other teams. And then you got the uh, the SEC East and West. Kentucky came out, and man, they're they're overranked too. But like, I was high on Kentucky when they first when the season first started because that that quarterback they have, David Levis or whatever his name is, yeah, Will is, Levis, Will Levis, Will Levis. I don't know where I got David from, but it just sounded <laughs> good. He he had a heck of a season coming out, and he's he's kind of struggled as of late. So I don't, it's I don't Kentucky pay attention. I don't know what's going on with them that much, but I know that they've they failed considerably. In, uh, and you got a A and M at the the bottom of the SEC okay, West. they're tied, and we're going to find out with Auburn. <laughs> Battle of see, the bottom. Battle of the bottom. I see Vanderbilt and A&M go at it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun game. Let's uh, look. Can we have a trash can bowl? <laughs> <laughs> have that. What's that waste disposal company? The green one? Uh, waste management. Yeah, waste, ma- waste management bowl with Vanderbilt They've and got one A&M. Of those, don't they? Do they really? I think so. Ugh, how would you like to play in that ball game? I, w- I would love to. I would love well, to. I ain't even lying. Poulan Weed Eater Bowl. I'm going to Poulan. That's a Walmart brand of Weed Eater Bowl. At least he's still. I hope still. the trophy is like a dumpster. Husqvarna. Yeah, they do Husqvarna, not Poulan. Who does that? <laughs> uh, so the updated rankings we got uh, going into week 11. Georgia's number one. Ohio State's two. Michigan's three. TCU is four. Tennessee has fallen to five. Only one I see on there, I'm kind of just going, what about is the Penn State again? Why are they yeah, Penn State there? 14. I don't yeah, know. I don't agree with Penn State being 14 either. I, yeah, Liberty I just, and 19. And wow. Yeah, Liberty's, after that Arkansas win, SC Liberty's climbed. and UCLA are going to work yourself out, but I still think they're kind of But I will say, this is the AP too. poll. Yeah. This isn't the college football playoff poll. Which no, is this is the AP different. poll. Yeah, that's, that's right. Because the, the college poll, they don't even have Liberty ranked in there. Really? Yeah. Biased. It is biased, though. 
Well, yeah, it's a small school. Everything is biased. It's, but it, they don't have the votes. Yeah, but that's they yeah. That's have, Texas is has got so oh, much we're coverage. On this again. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's true. If you Texas look at the voting has so numbers, so much more coverage. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you're not lying about the cover, like television coverage. Well, why were you yelling at me while I go? <laughs> well, why was Craig shaking his head like I was missing church for because the third time in a row? You understand that like Texas what is, in the Texas is world? literally the biggest. What in the waste management bowl are we talking about? <laughs> So and that's 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 why I threw that Coastal Carolina game on there just to kind of trip everybody up because they're like Tulane. Tulane's eight and one. They beat Kansas State. That's the 16, only reason they're ranked. They're 16, the no. only team they played that they beat that was any notoriety was Kansas State. Well, I haven't seen the scores of their maybe they've been dominating the other teams. Coastal Carolina, I saw a couple games where it was like nail biters in their conference where Tulane's been blowing everybody out. Texas has had names so, that were nail biters. But they play legit power five <laughs> teams, don't they? Eh. <laughs> I think that's what I heard earlier about TCU. Who have they played compared to non-Power Five schools? Well, that's what. So, we're but we are in agreement that, that, context, that it's all about context. We are in agreement that Penn State shouldn't be that high, at least. Yeah, it Tula- doesn't matter. Tulane, Tulane, all that Tulane has been very close. It'll work itself. All that matters is the top four teams, anyhow. Playoffs. That is true. So, yeah. who cares about the rest? to be twelve. Amen. So, is that next year? Yeah. Yeah. It's twenty. I thought it was twenty-four. Maybe was it twenty four? Maybe so. Maybe twenty four or twenty. I don't remember. I don't, even know. I don't know. I like I like the expansion though. It's good. You can't argue if you're twelve, right? I mean, really. Yeah, if you can't, if get you're in outside of twelve, yeah, just shut up. You don't deserve to be. Yeah. Lane really has been pretty close. Really. Yeah. Like uh, they've had I don't know how many three point games with against Houston and uh, Southern's legit though. And Southern Miss. Uh, what was the score of the Houston game? Seventy seven to seventy five. Twenty seven, twenty four. That's solid, then, because they held them under fifty so, points. Is, yeah. But I didn't. I don't think Houston's that great. No, no, they scored like seventy against against SMU last week. Yeah, Houston's like not what they used to, to be. No. We're gonna move into something that that affects college players throughout the country. Uh, is the new NIL rule, which is NCAA name, image, likeness. Basically, college students can make money while they play. And this came from just a little background story for those that don't know. Two thousand, when former UCLA basketball player Ed O'Bannon, nineteen others sued NCAA, arguing. The organization violated the United States antitrust laws by not allowing athletes to make a share of the profits and revenues generated from the use of their likeness in broadcast and video games. Those of us that are old enough to remember back in the day when they had an NCAA college football game is uh, basically when everybody started latching onto that. It started off with the NCAA basketball and then it went into football and then basically later on a judge ordered the NCAA to pay $44.4 million in attorney's fees and another $1.5 million to each individual player that's in the lawsuit. June 30th, 2021, Division I NCAA basically put that policy into place that allows them to be compensated for whatever they're compensated See, I'm, for. I'm, a, I'm okay with them having compensation. I think it ha- should have a contingency upon graduation. And once you graduate, you get the money. If you want to leave and go to, like, if it's college football, if you want to leave and go to the NFL, that's fine. But you forfeit the money that you would have had gone back into the system, and maybe that could go towards uh, scholarships or, or whatever. That's right. what I think that should be. And that's that's the problem. With, there's not a lot of, of stipulations and, and rules that can apply because, I mean, if you look at it, there's players that are just making obscene amounts of money. Uh, you got Bryce Young. Who is making? He's one of the top earners at three point two million dollars, and that's a year. Yeah. That's mm. every year he's making three point two million dollars. Like, look how much he's bringing in. I mean, that's 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 a lot of money. But look, they 
who would who else on that team would be selling jerseys? Yeah, you know what I mean. Not a and lot. Exactly. I I I think that they deserve it because the college is profoundly benefiting off of yeah. it, making some great profits, and it should be turned right back around on on to the player. But at the same time, if they're going to go say, you know what, I'm not going to play my four years, which it is smart because you're risking injury the longer yeah. you play. Oh, yeah, you're for not sure. You're going to get paid. But you go to the NFL, you're automatically receiving a paycheck. Send that money back down. You're going to make it up later. You know, like I, I think it should be contingent upon. But well, they, didn't, they didn't call me again. And, <laughs> and one of the arguments is, you know, the college players are considered amateur athletes at that point. You know, they're not in the NFL. They're not pro athletes. Uh, and the argument is, is that this is kind of taking away that amateurism. Is that a word? I don't know. I'm going to use it. It sounds good, so I'm going to use it. But because uh, I read an article that I think it's C.J. Stroud. So it's either C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young got handed the keys to a Bentley. Yeah, I would see that. To drive for four years. You don't have to pay for it until you graduate Yeah, or go to the NFL. Well, I mean, that's so been, at that point, that's been going are you, on for years. It's just. Yeah. It I mean, it's been under the table right. now, but now it's, it's out, out in the forefront. Yeah. So it. it and at that point, if you're making $3.2 million a year, even though you can't touch it yet, and you're giving the keys to a Bentley, at that point, are you still an amateur athlete? Are you considered a pro athlete? Mm-hmm. And that's where the – that's where the so that's where the semi-pro yeah. level. Is that what you yeah. just said? Yeah. semi-pro. And that's where, that's, okay. that's, that's where the, that's that's where the line's at. That's, the, they're, that's where they're trying to figure out, yeah. okay. And that's where, like you said, well, that's is, where the stipulations need to come in. Yeah. Some kind of rule needs to be put into place. Because at that point well, you're it's, turning. It's free agency is what it is. Yeah. And they oh, yeah. say, 100%. who's going to give me the most money? And, yeah. You know, who's going to yeah. break the bank for me? Because isn't there a Texas player that was given a Lamborghini or signed an NIL Dijon, deal with Lamborghini? Dijon. Dijon, Dijon Mustard. Yeah. He's the fifth ranked player on this Lamborghini, list. Lamborghini. Uh, he's at 1.7. All kinds of stuff. Now, this is only this is only football, college football. There's female athletes. Uh, there's a gymnast from LSU who fixing to sign one, and she's going to be at $8 million a year. That's crazy. Could you imagine making eight million dollars a year in college? She better because she ain't going to after us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but it's just it's just what it is, man. I mean, uh, then exactly they gripe. Right. Uh, Why don't women make as much in men's sports? Yeah, because there ain't nobody go watch it. Uh, it's exactly right. It's all business decision, which I, is why you don't sell a M jerseys in tech. Branding. It's all about <laughs> still selling in tech. There's a bunch of people. Bunch of people in tech. That's why I like whenever well, you come a bunch to of fans that the want to watch uh, girls Cotton Bowl, but they and you see just as many Oklahoma jerseys as Texas. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to talk common sense again. <laughs> it's branding. But then, like, there's um, this just came out on the on an nil topic. People are talking about the ramifications, like with the Bentley and stuff like that. There's a um, he hasn't been named. Nobody they think they know who it is because the contract hasn't been signed yet. But there is a prospect uh, in the class of 2023. Well, he signed his contract. He just hadn't picked what school he's going to go to. That could pay him almost 11 and a half to 13 million dollars a year, mm. and that's by his junior year of college. I hope so. That- you're looking at 30 million dollars by the time you're a junior. I know that they have assigned financial advisors for these people mm. because well it should be required if you're a, uh, especially a big time collegiate athlete but like all these football guys that are real big especially and they're going to go pro they yeah. need to have some kind of financial well, advisor because no, for sure. whenever you're in the first couple of years of your NFL and you're blowing all your money, look yeah. at all these guys that are so that are broke mm-hmm. and they and they played a, a few years yeah. in the NFL. Like, man, I wish that they were assigned somebody to help them because it's like an inevitable doom that's yeah. going to hit them. It makes me like well, I mean, stomach. The now, players do. The Cowboys have a have a financial class. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A lot of NFL teams now for rookies coming in, they have those financial I think classes. They should be required it. 
Oh, it should. Oh, yes. Absolutely should. Absolutely should. Because, it has to be now. I mean, you got a, a 20 something year old kid, by the time he's a junior in college, is going to have 30 to $40 million in a bank account. And what has that kid done, especially through high school, and they're doing the same thing in college? What has that kid been done? Pushed through. Yep. They aren't yep. caring what's going on in classes or anything. They've been pushed through because they are bringing in so much attention I, for the yeah. school, money, all that kind of stuff, especially the further they go and, and, and bring in more money that way. But that's all they've done. They're not going to be good with knowing how to, to budget, you know, yeah. even if it's millions and millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know how to budget millions and millions of dollars. I would. It's already gone. Though. So <laughs> I got I got curious while looking over all this NIL stuff about this. Pay yourself 70000 with the rest of the bank. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then live off the interest. See, that's what I would love for them to say. Say, look, what is a what is a job that you would would you go do? What's your major? If you didn't have this potential NFL career, yeah, okay, you want you want to be whatever. Let's just say you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's all you need. Put everything else in the bank. You only get a hundred grand a year, and then put it to where they can't touch it. Yeah, a trust. Yeah, when doing the research on this nil, I got curious about who this so called unnamed recruit they're talking about is going to have this big multi million dollar deal. The only name that I could find that it's been linked to is an incoming quarterback that's believed to more than likely sign with Tennessee. And he's been dropping bags for a lot of time, long time. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And his name is Nico. I don't know how to say his last I'm name. Yeah, that he's guy committed to Tennessee as a quarterback. Yeah. So they're they're speculating that it's him, but really? but nothing has been specifically yeah, linked know. to him as of yet. But the 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 two that it was him, and then the other one I saw was Arch Manning. So I don't know who it's going to be linked to. Arch Manning's getting like four million. He's got a name to go with it, you know. Oh yeah, he's got that thoroughbred name. I was kind of mad when it all happened because they took away college football and that was mine and Brett's kind of thing. You know, we always had that A and M Texas game on NCAA like oh, yeah. every weekend. Yeah, but it's not gonna be the same. I don't think. See, I don't know. All the big college schools haven't. They all haven't signed off on it. Oh really? Yeah. And then the next thing we have is just a. A little graphic I found. These are the top performing colleges in NIL deal averages. Look who's at the top. Yeah. Are we surprised by the number one class last year? <laughs> you got so Texas A&M. Broke the bank, man. The only thing I don't know, and I should have looked into this a little bit further. <laughs> Good. Um, that's not a bad thing. I should have looked into this a little bit thir- further. I don't know if that's 85000 per player or per deal. Don't know how they got that average. Um, but the number one school is Texas A&M. Wouldn't that be the same? Per player and per deal? Not really. Who would the other I mean, deal go to? No, I'm talking about like you may have a player that gets a deal. You may have a player that doesn't get a deal. So it's kind of hard to figure. I don't know. I didn't. 85000 oh, per contract. Yeah, yeah that's saying. what I'm saying. Okay. Per contract. Yeah. It's not per okay. player. All right. It's so not, per just, player. not every person gets an NIL deal. Yeah, I just thought it was a neat graphic. Right. Mainly, right. Just, mainly. Head, I wasn't thinking about the kids that didn't get the deal. So I was <laughs> they weren't good enough. Like I'm confused. Kicker, <laughs> like, third string kicker. You okay, know, it's but. like if you played for A&M, you wouldn't get a deal, but somebody else would. Shoot, have you seen me? I'll show you again on that game. It's going to be 2014. But it's A&M number one, Michigan two, Oklahoma three. Georgia. Oklahoma, yeah, and they need to start putting that towards joining the SEC. That's what yeah, they but need to do. That but makes you. sense because where's most of their players from? Texas, Texas. Yeah. So you've got to get them in there. They've been who's not the in the top ten? 10. Years, man. I think Texas is in the top twenty-five on this list, but it don't, I, the graphic only went to ten, and I didn't feel like making another graphic to include twenty-five teams. So, but yeah, we so just, uh, signed a new collective today, which they said is big for the NIL stuff. Yeah. So. Well, see, it doesn't. I mean, it's all crazy nowadays. So, so, but why do you get good players? Because you want them to win. You want to be successful. Speaking of successfulness, yeah, let's talk about the Heisman. 
Heisman has been shaken up all up and down the list. Hendon Hooker was Tennessee quarterback. He was number one for a while until they got beat by Georgia. And he got humbled. Yeah, he got humbled. The one consistent has been C.J. Stroud. He's been one, two, three all all year long and mainly at number one. So And he's not going to go too far because, just like Craig said, uh, there's only a couple teams in that Yep, yep. <laughs> in that conference. So. Yeah, he, we'll can't they, sh- he can't yeah. showcase his talents for reals. TCU's got one in there at number nine, uh, Max Duggan, their quarterback. Watch out for the North Carolina kid. Though. Yeah, that's one that hasn't been talked about a whole lot. He's he's come on the scene as of late. Of course, Mac Brown leading that team. He's been. I've watched him the last couple of games. He's been outstanding. I feel like Stetson Bennett needs to be a little bit higher than what he is, though, at number four. I feel like it should be C.J. Stroud, Hooker, and then Bennett, but I don't make the list. so I was surprised to see... Bo Nixon on there. Playing good. Playing um, good ball right now. Jaden Daniels. There's a lot of quarterbacks. Well, that's usually all it ever is. I'd like to see a defensive guy get a Heisman every well, once in a while. They did every 50 years. Last year, the guy that, uh, cat, that had his catfish girlfriend. From oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teo, that she pretended, or that was a dude pretending to be a girl. I remember that. That was, uh, was poor it? guy. Manti Teo? Yeah. Teo. Teo. So. That's why, like, that's a good potential why he didn't win because those stories are already coming out before yeah. that Heisman. Yeah. Man. See the 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 only story. the only two on the list that aren't quarterbacks is you got uh, Blake Corum, the running back from Michigan, Jalen Hyatt, the wide receiver from Tennessee. I mean, it is cool, kind of cool to see a quarterback and a receiver from the same school on the list. So you always want your teammate. Anyway. So if you had to pick out of the top five today, who would your Heisman? Wagman. <laughs> I'd Quentin. probably pick Shroud for right now. Yeah. Until if they ha- if he has a good game against Michigan, he's probably going to win. I'm gonna that's say, that's going to be a big determining factor. That's going to be a determining that's factor. What do you think, Craig? What? There's too much bias in, the, in in that. There's really bias in that because. Oh yeah. True. All all over. It's it's, it's Oklahoma bias. It's uh, Michigan bias. It's garbage because the the players that want to get a vote, and so then you get it's like whatever. I agree. NFL. We're going to just kind of. Do something a little bit different on the NFL. Cowboys uh, Super Bowl. That's all we need to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to go as in depth on NFL because the Cowboys play the Packers are going to smash them this Sunday. I'm not. Who cares about yes, the rest? Yes, sir. I don't. I don't know what to do with those guys anymore. I just. You could probably just stop being a fan. <sighs> that's hard. That Get another be, coach and maybe a quarterback that's not 50 years old. It's not the coach. It's the, the coach quarterback. The it's the. It's it's the quarterback. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers. It no, is Aaron Rodgers. It's the coach. No. No, I've learned. It's the coach. It's the the only thing. So, just only a couple things I want to say about the Packers, Ross. and then we can go on. Is I had high hopes that they were going to pick somebody up in a trade before the trade deadline, and it came out that they actually went after Chase Claypool Who's from the that? Steelers. Okay. He's a wide receiver from the Steelers. Okay, He's and then good. also the Bears went after him. Get Odell, this: Odell Beckham's out there. I don't want Odell Beckham. Cow- Cowboys are looking at him. Yeah. Is. Bears and the Packers offered yes. a second round draft pick. One difference is all it was. And I was like, okay, we're hopeful. We got this out there. 30 minutes later, it comes out. Chase Claypool has been traded to the Bears. I don't blame you. The organization for the Steelers comes out. It's like, well, we we favored a higher pick. And I'm like, you're you're one. Still. Then they went after uh, DJ Moore from the it's Carolina Panthers. Good because they believe the Bears are going to stink more than y'all do. I mean, really. I don't think they are. Like Chase Claypool, is a, is he's a game changer for any team. No, no, no. They selected the Bears because the Bears are gonna have a better draft pick than the Packers are. So I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what they're saying. Um, so, hey, there you go. Yeah. Oh, so just... then, then they went after DJ Moore, offered a first round draft pick and a second round draft pick. And I'm like, yes, Carolina was not having it. Uh, I don't know what they're hanging on DJ Moore for. I guess they're gonna see. They ain't got nobody else. <laughs> yeah. 
And so then I was like, you know, at that point I was I lost all hope because again Packers have that A and M that point. Yeah, that was the point. That was that was the point. <laughs> okay, I was just when they lost sure. the Jets. Because <laughs> um, you know I, they have that A and M syndrome where if you shut down the receivers, you got a running back. Well then, you got two capable running backs for the Packers, but you shut them down and you got nothing. Packers have always been a team that's going to build a team on on the draft, and that's what we're looking at again. And it's a rebuilding year. It's a rebuilding. Year. It's it's something. College Station. And last year, and, and then year. they're going to really have to rebuild because Cowboys are going to wreck house. I'll be honest, I'm not even going to watch that game. I, I haven't. Oh, come I, on. I have it's not a watch party. Does, I, I have it's not watched. Snowing up there, it's going to be awesome. I have not watched the last. Is it in Lambeau? Yeah, it's at Packers. What, what time no, I thought it was in play? Dallas. What time do they? I think it's in Dallas. Yeah, it's in Dallas. I'm okay. I'm pretty sure it's in Dallas. Double check. But anyway, while while we're looking that up to verify, I have not watched the last two Packer games because it's it's infuriating to watch because they, they Cowboys at Packers yet again. It and gets then tiring from the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when you're hate all being yourself, right all the time. <laughs> but it was like the last game. Aaron Rodgers threw three interceptions in the first half. Three. Yeah, it makes sense. He threw four the entire season last year. His arm, like, he doesn't have the same quick arm because he has to let go of the walker, then gather himself, <laughs> balance back on the walker, and then throw the ball. That's that's tough, man. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. know. We'll, well it'll be the Cowboys at the if we, if we finish the year above 500, I'll be surprised. I will, too, because you're already below it. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If we finish above 500, but I'll, hey, let me I'll give you some hope. Okay. I don't want any of your hope. Your false hope. Uh, okay, correct. Uh, <laughs> we have some Lone Star pride in the Houston Astros. Okay, at least the Astros oh, yeah. went. They won the World Series. I yes. love. I love. We got another. I didn't watch team. one game, but I watched the highlights on ESPN I every night. I, I was on a call and I got into the, the uh, <laughs> ER. They had a TV playing, and I watched the very last catch to end the game. It was great. I'm yeah. happy for Dusty cool. Baker too. Man, that that Solid I like that guy. Man, they were celebrating with that guy. They were, yeah, they were. <laughs> that was fun to watch that. that. Was too cool, man. I like that. Okay, so. Just around us for the local stuff, our Bulldogs are going tonight. It's going to be DeKalb. How do you say that? DeKalb. 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 So they're about D-ball. DeKalb. It's about D-ball. Exactly. DeKalb. DeKalb. From what I looked up when I was looking at this, they're they're pretty even with Edgewood. They're going to be good Yeah, they're eight and two. But they, uh, that's gonna be a good, good game. It's we'll see. Game. I don't know. I mean, the one if we win, they gotta play Dangerfield. Looks Ooh, like. Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna be a Randy. tough game. Yeah, let's go with Randy. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough from here. Are Randy out. from Dangerfield? He was a kicker for Dangerfield and went to Commerce and he's got a he had a, a I didn't know that. record for a long time. Long oh wow! Kick. For his nice. like sixty two yards, he I think? played against Charlie Strong. Yeah. Our brother Randy. Yes, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a celebrity here. Yeah. We're gonna have to get him on the show one time. We are football. Heck yeah. Know, you know. I'd like that. Oh, better news right here. The peppermint shakes come back to Chick-fil-A. Okay. Oh. So the girls girls volleyball is doing good. They're they're gonna, Are they still playing? They lost. They lost. They lost oh, they did lost? Oh they yeah. Gunner, Gunner. Rains. Volleyball is still going. Nobody cares about Reigns in this room. Hush your mouth. I'm but a Reigns teacher. Edgewood, Edgewood ran to Gunner again, the number one team. Gunner the buzzsaw. Of course. In yeah. every sport, yeah, dude. Gunner is just so good. Man, I was thinking man. they were playing tonight. Gunner and go kick rocks. Yeah. So, Oh, yeah. And so for uh, Little League, their toe. For, uh, Little League football, 
my son's team got eliminated, but the K through two is playing the Super Bowl this weekend. So yeah. first time ever. And so is Emory. Brody's playing. Oh, is he? Yep. Who are they're they playing? playing? They're playing in Athens. I don't know who they're playing, but they're in Athens. So. I think Edge was playing Crandall. Go Brody. Crandall's always good. Oh, or maybe all they're those just teams are so much bigger and they have so much more depth. It's tough. Ever yeah. since whenever uh Trey played with Nick Bolton, uh they but we didn't have one here, it was in Wills Point. We made it to the Super Bowl several years in a row. And uh man, you just get up there and it's just yeah. the depth is just Well see that's that's the thing game. is with the U Sports, they ha- now have this five quarter thing that they put in place. So we play five quarters. We don't play four. We play five. Then it's not quarters. But that's exactly. But <laughs> that's the, that rule. Team. That no. It's five twentieths. It's everybody. But I mean, there are they do have developmental quarters. I think that's it's like one. They got one developmental well, quarter. That's why it's five quarters. But no, the rule. The reason the rule is put into place 20th. is because there are some schools that require every student to get to play at least two minutes. Uh, this is not YMCA. But that's what the developmental quarter is supposed to be. Yeah, but because you play your developmental team, like if it was you know your bulldog team, your purple's number one, white's number two. You're number two. Everybody, yeah, number two that doesn't play, they go in <laughs> don't on say that. that them. No, that's what it is. They're, no, they're no, the number two. They're them. the number two. Everybody number two. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what it is. And then they go in, they get all of their time. You don't have to worry about it. And then you come back yeah. and you play your last quarter. But then you got teams like Randall, Roy City. They've got like sixty kids, and then you got like and they all Hudson's team, my son's team. Yes. And you got my son's team, who's got 22 and the heaviest kids, 80 pounds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so they're having to play all five quarters, and by the in by halftime, they're gassed. Yeah, but that should be on those teams, not on our team. So it should be four quarters, and the third quarter can always be the developmental, or or sorry, last quarter. Yeah. And then the end of the game will be at the after the third, and then the fourth will yeah. be all developmental, and then you can just choose not to play it. Well, here, here's the here's the funny part, okay? <laughs> so when this it. when that rule went up for a vote, the three smallest schools in our com- in our oh yeah, all said no. Our little league said no because yeah. there's not people. Yeah, right, that's exactly. the problem. There's no doubt. Crandall and Roy City, when the when the roster when the signups open up, their roster is full by eight o'clock. Yeah, that night, and then they have twenty kids on standby. So why don't they have? Do you know how long teams? it took us to fill our roster? It should be more teams, and it should be a cap on the team. Uh, yeah, on the exactly. It level. took us three months to get twenty-four players. Uh, yeah, I understand. Y'all are <laughs> you're begging people and play, paying them to play and everything. Yeah, else. yeah pretty much. They're so you got NIL, five-year-old NIL people. <laughs> <laughs> but, Please play. Uh, we'll pay you money. But I was texting Hudson's head coach, and we were talking last night about you know even though the season's over, it, and those kids you're coaching them that give you headaches. I already miss it. Because it it's fun being out there with those boys, getting you know, get the, oh, yeah. the to relive the old glory days. But to see the growth of the kid, man, that's, that's yeah. It was by the from the time that we started till the time the end season ended, completely different team. So it was exciting to see that. That's like A and M. They have a completely different team. <laughs> they have a completely different team every quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we need a lot of prayer. And speaking of prayer, I think you have some. I do. I have couple audio clips actually and we're going to discuss them the very first one i pulled basically a misrepresentation of i don't want to call them bible characters because they're not actually characters they were real people christ followers in the bible and i will apologize in advance i pulled these clips from ben shapiro i tried to cut out as much as him as possible <laughs> there are a few things that he says that I, they're not bad but i didn't get to well, cut them out Jewish so he's got a different outlook. 
Travel Stories for Pride Month. Oh, God. I'll be telling you a bunch of little snippets of different characters who are non-gender conforming oh, in the Bible. Good Lord. Problem number one right there. Jacob. God renamed Jacob as Israel, and all of his descendants became the nation of Israel. Kind of an important dude. But he didn't always act so dudely. Whereas Jacob's brother Esau was super hairy and liked to hunt and be outside and be a manly man. Jacob was super smooth and liked to hang out with his mom at home and help cook and clean in the tent. Okay. So the very first... Heresy. Yeah. So the very first one she talks about was Jacob and Esau. She did revert to scripture, took it completely out of context. The one she referred to was Genesis chapter 25, verses 24 through 27, basically talking about when Jacob was born, he was born as hairy as a cloak. Or no, Esau was hairy as a cloak, and then Jacob was holding on to his heel. Esau grew up to be a skilled hunter and a man of the field. Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in the tents. And correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I studied on this, when they refer to being a man of the tents, it was basically you like to study. Yes or no, Craig, on that? If they considered you a man of the tents, you were studying and... Man of the cloth. So, I just... <laughs> <laughs> and a man of the cloth means you're just a preacher? It means it's, it's a shawl that they wore, man of the cloth. Yeah. So, there's there's that one. So, basically, <laughs> if you don't have a lot of body hair and you like to read books... You are not a man. Yeah. That, that's. Oh, man. I'd like to know the name. Of <laughs> no, I don't like reading. <laughs> Just the Bible. Come after me. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the next one. I believe the next one she's going to talk about is Joseph. I say she. I guess he's a she. I don't know. I think it's Joseph with a son. Character is Joseph. Joseph is Jacob's son. Jacob gave Joseph a beautiful rainbow tunic. The Hebrew word in the Bible to say the tunic is the same word that describes the garb that virgin daughters of the king would wear. Joseph was the first drag queen. So there you go. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? That Joseph was the first drag queen. This lady would have been burned at the stake several years ago. Yeah. I mean, so, a tunic no. is a robe, dude. It's not a... It's not a Whatever she's saying, everybody wore a tunic. Has it? Has she not seen Greco-Roman movies? Yeah, she doesn't That's, go into context whatsoever. No, not so not even a little bit. Here's Cultural the problem. Context. Okay, okay, we're gonna get back to the the original origin of this issue, which is not just with this, but every issue in our society right now, is facts don't matter. Yep, truth Absolutely. is built on facts, not on what we think or not on what we feel or not on what we want it to be represented as. You have to go back and actually look at the facts. Absolutely. And so that happens with scripture. It happens with the life. It happens with everything. It happens with American history. I'm an American history aficionado. I love <laughs> American history. And people don't want to know, okay, slavery. Slavery was not invented in America. Slavery has been around since the beginning of time. The yeah. Jewish people were right. slaves. Exactly. Uh, and so, I mean, for people to go, well, no, no, no. It's, uh, slavery is a stain on society. It's a stain on American society. We should not have desired to own people, but at the same time, it was part of the economic system, and they want to get on the Southerners. Okay, oh, here I go. I'm getting on my soapbox. Here, <laughs> here we go. Everybody, hold on. Because the Northern people had factories. They had tenement workers in the factories. They were treated worse than a lot of slaves in, yeah. the, yep. in the South. I'm not condoning slavery. Don't get me wrong. People should not be owned, okay? But people should also be treated like people. And that's the issue. And so I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that the people need to take the history and context. And here's yep. the one thing as well, not only about truth being facts, but we cannot judge the history 
by our current socioeconomic, psychological, whatever we want to judge it by today. The time in the past had to be judged by that time and by that past. The Bible never condones slavery. Yep. The Bible never agrees with slavery. What it says is if you are a slave, make sure that you are doing your best uh, for the master. Yep, we, we absolutely. Sundays, the end of, of Timothy uh, chapter 6. It makes sure that we are representing our God no matter where we are or what we do. And so it just makes me want to pull my hair out what little I have left. Uh, <laughs> because people don't want to understand that facts matter. The yeah. truth matters. Yeah, for sure. Not subjective truth, my truth, your truth, but the truth. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. There is no subjective truth. Not anymore. There are subjective opinions. There's no subjective truth. Exactly. So I think the, the next one she goes over and a rainbow, is... Sorry, hold on a second. Uh, more thing. Go ahead. It wasn't a rainbow jacket. No, it was a coat of many colors. What did they do? They took the threads that were dyed and wove them together. Yep. So, I mean, but but regardless, Don't even if it, it was a rainbow jacket, even if it was, yeah. what was the rainbow Representing sign of God's promise, yeah. a promise. So they've taken oh a sign of God and a promise and perverted what it does to Satan always do to yes. fit exactly. Like Satan takes else. a grain of truth and perverts it into what he wants. Yeah, and that's why, like, even the rainbows now that they they wave around on their flag, it's not even right. It's Roy G Biv, and they ain't got it. There's six colors on their flag. <laughs> they screwed it up, morons. All right, so the the next one she goes into. I didn't really know there was a Deborah in the Bible, but apparently there is. There is. And she's going to be referencing Judges chapter 4 and 5. See what her take on it is. This is Deborah. Before Israel had kings, they had judges. The only judge that was a woman was Deborah. She was also the leader of the military and kicked the Canaanites' ass in a setting where women were treated like property and their value was based on how many kids they had. I'm kind of confused by what she was trying to say. I don't. Deborah was she not. She was the first feminist? I guess so. I, I don't know. I was confused on what she was trying to say. I think I think what she's getting at is that there was a woman in power, and a lot of people that don't understand the Bible do not realize how much power that God and was trying to get, like says that the women have. Yeah, I, I don't understand. They say that women are just as much as slaves as you know in in the fifties for for black people, and it's because they don't understand what the Bible's saying. The Bible gave them freedom. That's what it's talking about. It, it it doesn't. I don't understand that. How you get so far out of context? I've got somebody I talked to about this too, and she just talks about how the Bible and God, all it is, is about mistreating women and owning women. Yep. I'm like, no, it's not that at all. Are you kidding me? Who was the first person or people that God or Jesus talked to after he, he was uh, resurrected? Two women. Two, Two women. women. Mary and Martha. Uh, you know, it and, just doesn't make sense. And I, and I was talking about this with my wife when when I was. I showed her these clips and you know, a lot of the times from when they're trying to make points like this, they point to the old Testament. There's not a lot of, of new Testament. Well, I'll say that in the next one, she's going to reference the new Testament, but the, what she's referencing doesn't make sense, but they always point back to the old Testament and the old law. Were women treated like cattle? Sure. Yeah. Was it right? No, no. Under the Lord, there's neither bond nor free nor male nor female. Exactly. Come on, people. Hello. So the very last one she's going to reference is going to be the eunuchs, and she has a, a very interesting take on these. 
We got all of our eunuchs. What is a eunuch? Most people think it means a man who's been castrated. It can also just mean an effeminate man who's not interested in women. Oh. Jesus said that there's three kinds of eunuchs. Eunuchs by birth, eunuchs who were made so by others, and eunuchs who chose to be eunuchs. And you know what Jesus said about them? Love and accept them all. Gender is a construct and it's all affirmed in the good book itself. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, hello. Yeah, it's, we know what a eunuch is. A eunuch is what it is. Yeah. A eunuch is someone that has been castrated. They yep. were a servant of the king in this house with this because they had to work in the harem. Yep. And they cut off their their yes. And so because of that, they chose to be there. How hard is it? I guess the good thing that came of all out of all this is I I pulled out my Bible to go back and read you know, the, the context that, that was supposed to be there. Because if you watch the clip, she references Matthew nineteen eleven. All that talks about is, is the actual verse says, but he said to them, not everyone can receive this saying, but only those whom it is given. So I'm like, okay, what, what are you referencing there? <laughs> so then I had to go back and read it. And it's basically in Matthew 19, it's where uh, Jesus is talking to the disciples about divorce. You know, the only reason you can divorce a woman is for sexual immorality this kind of thing. And then it goes in to explain what the eunuchs are. I don't know how she's because they're picking and choosing and looking yeah, for she's ways to affirm their belief. Exactly. Instead of allowing the Lord to be his belief. Why was divorce given? Anybody got a clue? It was Moses that did it, wasn't it? Why originally? Was it given? Divorce was given so that the woman could actually be provided for. Yeah. In that society, when the woman was in the house, she was provided for. When she was kicked out of the house, how is she going to get a job? How is she going to make a living? It's not like American society. They were put on the streets. God gave them a divorce so they could get remarried again, so they could be taken care of again. That's not what divorce is today. Divorce is something completely different today. You can't equate it with today's divorce. And so they don't understand that you have to go back in time, you have to go back in history to actually see how it worked and what it was about. It's nope. nothing like it was today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're having like too much common sense. <laughs> you need to ease up there, fella, that you're mansplaining. <laughs> All right, so if that first clip didn't get your blood boiling, the second one will. Because uh, that was only the first clip? That was only the first clip. I thought there was like four there. No, I, I divided it up into four, so we can uh, kind of have a discussion about it. Two yeah. clips right. divided into, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the second clip is yeah. basically misquoting. Worse than that one? Yes, oh, absolutely. My, okay. So this one is, is somebody misquoting the Bible to prove their point that God is pro-choice. Oh, I've heard this one, I think. All right? This one really got to me. Unpopular opinion. So, I'm sorry. God is pro-choice. Never in humanity has God stripped us of our ability to choose. We see this in Genesis chapter 2 when God places Adam in the midst of the garden and presents all of his best options to him, but does not remove the most destructive choice. In fact, God commands Adam not to eat of this forbidden tree and does not remove the ability for him to choose it. Why is this significant? Because God is more concerned with our desire to choose him than he is with the legislation of righteousness. So while God may be grieved at every single what? abortion, he is equally concerned about the heart posture of the one who has to choose. Is that all of it? That's all of There's it. There's no four parts of this one? No, that's it. I'm so, my mind's going to explode. Oh, I know. I know. Absolutely. My blood is just. So she's basically referencing Genesis 2. This whole clip. So because we have a choice, we should always be pro-choice. God is, yeah. he, he gave us free God will. God is free about free will. Exactly. That's, that's, 
that's choices wh- aren't wrong, what? though, yeah. and sinful. That's why he said, thou shalt not kill, which actually means murder, in Exodus chapter 20. I mean, come sense. on. That's just simple. And here's, here's like like I said, I'm grateful that I, list, that I watched and listened to these because it, it made me go back and pull the scripture that they were actually tearing apart and, and not representing as it should be. Like Quentin said, chapter 2, it talks about God gives people free will, which then he allows them to make horrible decisions and sinful decisions, but she fails to to take apart or mention that later on in that chapter he talks about being fruitful and multiplying, or you know that he designed man and woman, which is the same verse that the that the Catholic Church believes you shouldn't use any kind of a birth control. Yeah, and my other question was, any kind what of does it mean? What is a heart posture? Like what what is that? Uh, it's just it's whenever your heart's kind of slouching and it decides to sit up straight. <laughs> it's a popular theological word that people are using nowadays. To, really, I couldn't find anything on it. Like I was you like, need to have the proper heart posture. It's just the news. It's yeah, just like it's, a, it's, it's ridiculous. A, it's a trendy. It's trendy. Yeah, that's you know? a woke phrase. Exactly. So the other thing, the other question that I that I posed to myself, and I couldn't really find an, an answer for. Well, I mean, I, I know the answer for it, but so basically, does it mean that if the person doing the abortion feels bad about it, then God's okay with it? Is basically what she's saying. No, she's saying that everybody has a choice to be able to do it. That's what she's saying. Kind of sounded like that. Too. She's saying if I'm gonna God, say if yeah. you if you choose that, then you choose that. I mean, what you just said. So people need a test and see if they're convicted by God to go kill their baby, and if yeah. they feel bad, okay, I feel, don't do it. I feel Dude, better because do now I feel bad. Uh, yeah. So now God loves me, and I love Him. Yeah. What in the crazy. That, that's. I need to go do crack cocaine because after that, I, I think. Sh- I think. Like, here's what, what I think she's saying. I think she's saying this. If you're okay with it, then it's okay. Yeah. If you're not okay with it, then it's not okay, which is the typical yeah. led, led by your feelings generation that we That's have right. right now. That's what yep. she's saying. And so she's saying it's a heart posture. God gives us the ability to do the right thing, but we also have to, ought to have the ability to do the wrong thing. And I'm going, wait a second. So it's okay to murder somebody that's alive? Yeah, where's the line drawn? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally, I read Genesis 2, and then I read, like it just kept going. I didn't stop. I just I read through Genesis three, and I was like, I don't get anything of what you're saying other than God gave us free will to screw up because we all screw up all the time. But the difference with when I screw up and I know I screw up, I have a conscience Repentance. and God in my heart and is like, yeah, I know. I need to talk to you about this, God. Let's get this straight. I screwed up. Let's fix it so I can get up, dust myself off, and not do it again. This so far out there. She was okay in abortion under the, the guise of modern pragmatism. Yes. That was the word I was trying to find. That's all that it is. And so the issue that we need to be, that we should be addressing is not a heart posture because the heart is deceitful yes. above all things. And everybody's going to have a bad heart posture. That's true. If you want to talk about that <laughs> until you're yeah. saved and then have a better heart posture. Yeah. I'm just, I'm at a loss for, of words for, and again, the problem is, is these type of people have a platform and people listen yep. and people go, oh, that makes That's what I want to believe. And that's what I want to hear. It's Instead of years. hearing God's truth, which is like what Quentin just laid out, because people want to hear what they want to hear. And you're just a hater because you don't believe that God has standards. Absolutely. And that's what I, I think I was talking, I think I talked to you last week about it when I was pulling these clips and then. For those of you that don't know, I pulled the clips from the Ben Shapiro show. Uh, he is Jewish, but the neat thing about it is he actually went and was basically halted the whole show. This was live when it was going on. He halted the whole show so he could go get a Bible and go in and, and read basically the same thing I did. She's like, you're 
way off base on this. This world has it's gone. It's not surprising. It's just disgusting to hear. Yeah, correct. It doesn't surprise me. You got Newsom putting verses on abortion signs to get yep. abortion. That's, that's where I thought you were going you got, because he did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where I, I thought it was going. Uh, it, it's it's that's so where I was headed. You've got all these people. Warnock or whatever, who's uh, gonna run off with Walker? Oh my gosh! And he's a piece at the same church that Martin Luther King Jr. He's his pastor at the same church yep. that wow. Martin Luther King Jr. Yep. does. And I'm thinking Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't a saint, but I'm sure he's rolling over in his grave right oh, now. I know. Oh, for sure, because of Mar- uh, Margaret Sanger, and that was the attack. The abortion came in to limit the birth in black neighborhoods. Exactly. Exactly. It was a population control for black people. And that's what is sickening is that that now these people are all for it. I'm going, wait a second. And I heard Stacey Abrams say about that uh, it would help our uh, inflation if people get abortions. Yes, yes, I heard that. That was nuts. They were asking a question about inflation, and they and she responded about abortion. That's crazy. And what right to world agenda agenda agenda? Which also Biden said that uh, he can't he can't fix it. inflation or say that it's going to go down we said what are you going to do to change uh this past two years he said nothing (laughs) he literally said nothing (laughs) yeah i was gonna say he can't make it worse but he can make it a lot worse oh it's gonna get worse bro it's gonna get worse it's gonna get way worse so we'll we'll for sure see after all these ballots actually get when will i don't know if they're gonna be counted actually or what they're counted they're all the fake ones are counted yeah Yeah, that's true the fake ones are there and accounted for and then there's one guy uh i think i sent y'all a little clip of the tiktok video yes i watched that he was tracking his mouse over the dumps overnight Mm. of votes and they were exactly the same so it showed uh i forgot what state it was but it was showing the counties it was new york and it would be like this county this county and this county exactly the same numbers this county this county so it'd be like 75 6 3 7 and then 145 119 145 119 like these counties exactly same numbers overnight dumping into the system and did you know that pennsylvania actually voted for a dead guy and he won the election he died four months ago and he won the election yeah. yeah And now, so he, what do you now do? he's brain damaged. So they voted Fetterman and a dead guy. <laughs> so what, do, what do you do with the dead guy? Though? I mean, you got you got Fetterman's two almost brain dead. But how does yeah. a dead guy win? That's how dead brain American society is. So, I mean, you got a dead man in president too. So <laughs> no, it's a dead man walking. Well, there's that. <laughs> but I mean, it, and, and that's like we were we were watching all that election stuff unfold. Uh, I we. Pretty much don't watch yeah, we don't mainstream media anymore. But I was watching Ben Shapiro and all his guys. They were live streaming, and they were watching Maricopa County in, in Arizona. Mm. In an news. hour and a half, those numbers never changed. No, and they were like, "Oh well, the machine stopped they working at, at six o'clock." And they were like, "Well, the polls didn't close till eight. Yeah, so you can't count them. So basically, you you shut they the got, poll down because the machine stopped weeks. working at six. They've got two more weeks to collect more votes from the nursing homes. Oh yeah, yeah, in the graveyard. Yeah, so hey, it's 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 sad. That's Not that nursing home people shouldn't vote. Okay, don't no, get me wrong. You need but to vote. You have to be in your right mind in order to vote. Yeah, but I I think it should be a time a, a, a way. It, we went from a day to a week to a month to now yeah. a couple of people have two months. When Iraq, this is when Iraq can go vote. We were liberal Iraq. Remember that? And yeah. they had to do their finger in a purple stain to show that they voted. Yeah. When they can go in person to vote and we can't, there's a problem. Well, that's like right. I was talking to a buddy of mine, you know, and and Craig, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus because you're the older one in the room, but there was back in the day where you were penciling in and they were having to hand count and they would get those done oh, inside yeah. three or four days. Oh, but yeah. now you have computers that can't get it done. In 24 hours. 
It's it's not well, they that. Can it's get, not they that. Well, they can get done, but but they're People choosing not to. You know why? Yeah, I'm telling you why oh, they're filling in other ballots, well, no, they, <laughs> rigging the election. So that the, the governor Lake, uh, the Carrie, Carrie Lake, Lake yes, yeah. I liked her. She went from different polling sites, and she went to a couple of uh, Republican sites, and they had a machine. They said twenty over twenty five percent was having their ballots changed. Mm-hmm. They wow. were shutting down, not working. Then she went to the Democratic voting sites. Everything's fine, and all of their machines were of course just yeah. fine. I mean, and it's not just there. Papa it's Joe all, was taking care Texas. of them. I mean, oh, they've arrested uh, DeSantis. That day, he he charged and arrested twenty different yep. people for voter fraud. Wow! But that's a guy that's going to back up the the integrity of an election. Yeah, I, 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 there was one in Texas last time that got picked up. But yeah. there were several. The lady down in San Antonio, she got picked up fast. Yeah, yeah but she the did. same thing. But going several, to nursing homes several. and having them yep. fill them out. I told my wife if if the wheels it's fall off in Texas, ago. we're moving to Florida. <laughs> it's not bingo, right? Exactly. That's what they they hand them ballots instead of bingo cards. They're like, here, just fill these out. <laughs> we call the name, bubble it in. <laughs> then they'll be like, you mean Beto? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of him, have you seen the uh, the meme going around where uh, it has okay. him? No, not that one. It has him standing in the middle of the road, and then they took his last name and added uh, R E A U X, and at the top it says, "Hello, Louisiana." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, running for Louisiana now. That's funny. <laughs> Because uh, he's a three-time oh. loser, four, three, four-time loser in Texas. Uh, at least three. I thought. You know, he spent two hundred million dollars yes. on his campaign. Yeah. Yes, just, a just a, a waste. And there was a, a county in South Texas that went Republican for the first time in like in, since eighteen eighty-six. Wow. So so don't yeah. say that we don't we can America can't can't take care of their poor yep. or their vets. Exactly. Because people pour all this garbage That's into crazy. these political elections that are bogus. Yeah. But still so, vote. It's immoral. <laughs> yes, yeah, still vote. So well, hey, it's it's still going to go on. That's why you got to still stay plugged in. And yep. whenever you're, you're in an argument, it's a lot easier whenever you know what you're talking about, and it's not that hard to crack open that book and read stuff in context. In the Bible, yeah. the Bible, yeah, the Bible. That book, yeah. Yes, that the book, the book, that's right. Right. the book, the, the Bible. That's it. It'll give it. us more things to talk about next time because yeah. yes, there'll be some more things come up. Oh, I have. I was going to talk about like Revelation stuff. But I told we'll you I had it. some we'll good stuff today. With just there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going Anyways, on. Anyways, hey, uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate it. If like you made it this far, oh my goodness, we love you so much. <laughs> we'll give you some cookies, all three of you. Okay. Hey, yeah, like and describe, describe the subscribe. Don't uh, describe. Go over there. <laughs> hey, make sure you look at uh, the coffee with uh, Phil and Jim up there in Oklahoma. And uh, anyways, Why we'll don't catch you, have you a next Boston time. Accent <laughs> They're up north. Jeez. They're Yankee, bro. All right. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to the podcast on the church, guys. And we're glad that you've tuned in. We look forward to next time when we come back after the Thanksgiving break to talk again about some more current events, some more sports, and obviously going to throw in some Bible stuff. And and I just want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Realize that we have God to give our thanks to and thankful for our country, for what God's brought us here with and for and through. Again, have a great time with your family and friends, and we'll see you next time on the Church Guys podcast.